and we are officially live coming to you from our studio here in Chicago, Townstone Financial, NMLS number 136-639. Uh, welcome. It is a happy Monday uh, for me. I'm sure it is for Barry. He just got his one hour of Florida continuing education out of the way. Oh, my happy. Could, was telling me how much he was learning. Um, <laughs> so today, uh, I, I did want to get into a discussion about why learning. Learning. why home values are holding steady in this rate environment. Oh, you got cheat sheet, huh? Well, this is a, a, a description. Yeah, in case you're not following us directly, you can read a little bit. And we're, we're <laughs> discussing, of course, further than the talking points here. I got a big problem. Every time I go in there, I start yawning. Is it that light? Uh, Barry, what these are it? these are your problems. Uh, when's your last when was your last physical? You know, these are questions for your doctor. A couple of months well, ago. We do continuing education uh, for mortgages, not for medical advice. So um, good news this Monday. Um, had a couple of clients at the end of last week. We we were in we, past eight percent for your average thirty year fix. Probably the highest rate. What did I tell you what to do? You told me. Better give me some credit. To hold steady, you know, don't lock them in unless the client, you know, because we don't have, we don't see into the future. But you know, if you have time unless before locking in, do it, yeah. um, you know, don't lock in because there is a good chance within the next two to three weeks well, we would see a I drop. Really said. I said I did not say don't lock in. I said talk to the client. Oh, of course, and, and, and inform because we obviously have to lock in. But we hit do what we hit what were what seemed to be like the highest mortgage rates in the last 20 plus years. Um, but again, and we've been seeing this throughout the year, the last two years, rates are going up, but home prices themselves do not seem to be going down. And in a vacuum of economics, you would expect mortgage rates go up, the home value, the thing you're getting a mortgage against, those should go down or at least have somewhat of a correlation with that. But economics don't take place in a vacuum. There is the, the law of supply and demand. And the reason that home values aren't dropping as one would expect with an increase of mortgage rates is because there is still limited supply out there and there isn't really an end in sight of that because home builders, um, are not optimistic when the rates go higher home builders don't want to bring new supply to the market cost them more money to finance building it and that new buyer you know they have to deal with the higher mortgage rates but because you forget the existing home sale supply which makes up for the majority of real estate sales is because most people aren't buying a brand new house you know historically um Existing homeowners are generally locked in to their rate. So there is stickiness there where they aren't selling. There is a lack of inventory on the market. Massive amounts of new inventory aren't coming online. So this lack of supply, even, even in the face of 8% mortgage rates, is not leading to home values themselves declining. Um, now, you could say... If we had a 2007, 2008 style recession where people were forced to sell job losses, um, 
and, and a huge ma inventory spike came to the market, then I'd say, okay, yes, the combination of, of lower rates and inventory increases will create the environment of lower home prices. But remember, if we do hit that recessionary environment there, Barry, what's the Fed going to do and what are mortgage rates going to do? They're going to creep back down if there is trouble in the housing market. So I don't see an argument to be made that home values are going to be dropping in the short term, nor will they be dropping in the long term. Um, they won't, They probably won't see you know the 10% year-over-year like, increases. How would you know they're not going to drop in the long term? Because oh, tell me how telepsychic you are. Because of those those the the rules of, of supply and demand, population increases, demographics, um, and and you forget that Listen, even if the home price I stays totally steady, totally even in an inflationary environment. So even if the Fed hits its target of two percent inflation, if we if, hit a recession and people lose their jobs, okay, housing prices will go down. I guarantee you. But mortgage rates will go down. Okay, well, that's fine. But housing And that price, can help prop prices, them up. If people lose their jobs and they can't make payments and they can't find new jobs, housing prices will go down, period. If, no, if I don't care if they don't build another freaking house but, anywhere. But we don't, it will go down. But we don't have the supply of outstanding mortgages that existed during the last Great Recession of stated income... Uh, you know, one two year teaser rates. People like, will be forced sellers if they can't make more if they can't make their payments, and there will be more supply on the market, and it will be the opposite of where I we're think at right now. Rates had been low enough, and those Won't people make any difference what their rate is. If they'll they be can't able pay to mortgage. they'll be able to rent it out potentially, and that would make more rent sense. Rent it out now. to who? Once if you have, if we have a recession and people are losing their jobs. There won't be the demand side that we currently have. You will have a lot of supply, and housing prices will go down. Will gas prices also go down? Will will why, grocery why, prices why be going gas? down? Absolutely. I'm not. I'm just saying. Absolutely. So, so if we have a recession, everything will go down a hundred percent. Okay. So your dollar will buy more uh, if uh, you know if we hit this recession, but we can continue to see good economic numbers which the fed is saying they're basing their decisions on um we're, we, we're seeing good numbers um when it comes to you know job openings and hiring and production well, the main thing is consumer spending has been continues to increase and it goes back to my corollary that i will that i will stand with for the rest of my years if people have jobs in the united states they will spend money. If people have confidence in their jobs, they will spend money. No matter what all these experts keep talking about, well, people who have jobs will and have confidence that they're not going to lose their jobs will spend money because we're not a saving nation. Maybe we're saving money during the pandemic because we couldn't leave our house, right. but the average person that I've talked to since 1998 <laughs> does yep. not have... A lot of savings. The average right. American that I think I that we've talked to here at Townstone does not have a lot of savings. Well, I like to be optimistic. Um, so at least when it comes to, to rates and rate hikes from the Fed, 
there is some evidence that the worst is over um, and we, we are hitting the end uh, of rate increases. Uh, Mortgage News Daily reported on Friday um, the balance of recent Fed comments uh, suggests the Fed is done hiking rates unless inflation flares up in an unexpected way. As of Friday, the market saw next year's Fed funds rate about a quarter of a point lower. So um, that is, you know, me being being optimistic, but but the bond traders who are smarter than than I am, if they're predicting a quarter of a point lower, just generally, you know, they're betting. Of course, they can't predict the future either. But um, the evidence is suggesting the Fed is slowing to stopping the rate increases for now, and then come next year, uh, they'll be be lowering. Now, this has been in the headlines, and we've all seen it. The 10-year Treasury, which is closely uh, trends with mortgage rates and all other levels of uh, consumer rates, um, being at 5% is a very important psychological level, I I argue, because then it becomes an attractive entry point for bond buyers. And I'm talking institutional bond buyers, but also your mom and pops like you and me going to treasurydirect.gov, you know, if you see a a 5% government-backed guaranteed return. Still low. It looks good. 30 years. I mean, it's just relative to what we've had since 2008, but but it's still not very high. But these high-yield, you know, savings accounts, for example, they could send you a notice and, and in 30 days, your 5% interest rate on, on that high-yield savings is going back to zero or 0.8, um, whereas here you can lock in money for 10 years um, at, at a 5% return. And we're seeing evidence of this, though, Barry, in the market, that it is a, a good entry point, and people are coming in because there's resistance now. We're hitting 5%, and then we're seeing dips. That, that We saw that on Friday. We saw that earlier to this morning on Monday, um, where you know 5% seems to be that yield right now where there's resistance, well, and, yeah, there's the buyers, at 4%, and there's buyers at yeah, 5%. Round, um, round numbers. And so psychological, and that creates kind of a ceiling almost if— People keep buying at 5%. The institutions buy at 5%. It can't get much higher because they're, they're buying there. And then it comes down. Um, and, you know, the whole— Yeah, but you're hypothetical that the Fed's going to lower next year. That's the part that I think everyone's going to be wrong on. Well, because I don't Because just know. like the Federal Reserve kept interest rates too low for too long, they're going to keep interest rates too high for too long. Well— as they I, always do. Well, we all wish we had that magic eight ball, Barry. But that does the not Fed's control mortgage rates. Are going to be driven by economic data. No, it does not control mortgage rates, no. but it's correlated because if you are an investor, you have th- this option to get five percent return on a treasury versus X return on on a mortgage. But which the treasuries could start going down without the Fed lowering. Definitely, they could go back down. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it just I mean, again, if, it's if they a, don't think that they're going to raise anymore. We could go back down a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
but again, it's we're all looking at at the economic data because that is what the. So Fed, how does this pertain to buying or selling a house? I think it means that you shouldn't be put it all together sitting on the sidelines because in my mind there's two things that I'm looking at which I don't think home values are going to be dropping significantly in the near to, to long term um uh, and I also don't see how long is long term to you long term could be 30 years from now 10 years from now there could be dips where you know in five, seven years, but but in the long term of everything, prices go up. You know, movie tickets in thirty years will be higher. The price of the video game will be higher. Cars, everything. What if the in, robots take over everything? There's still always inflation. When when the the. But if you go to the movie theater and there's no people there anymore except us. Well, then movies get replaced. Yeah, there used to be... No, you then, know, they'll, then they'll have less overhead, so why would prices have to go up? There'd be another entertainment replacement for it. I'm just saying, Barry, the price of things generally I'm goes up as the... you. The movie the, theater pr- prices. I don't care. That was just an <laughs> example, Barry. The, the Fed's target is a 2% inflation rate, so if the Fed had their way perfectly, your buying power on that dollar... Every year would go down two percent because we have two percent anyway, inflation. I go to the I go to the like the, the blockbuster. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do? saw uh-huh. I saw Oppenheimer. I saw All Mission right. Impossible in theaters. This new Scorsese one, my parents saw, yeah, loved it. Say it was good. Loved it. Um, but it's not the type of movie I want to go to a big screen with because it's the kind of when it's like three and a half hours long and it's not about like action. Um, like I want to be able to good story. Oh yeah, I want to see it. I love Scorsese, but I want to be able to like pause it, go to the bathroom, maybe turn on the subtitles. Maybe maybe you could tell him to hold that movie a second and go out. Cuz uh, you know, like right. what else you got on here? Um so the next Fed a rate announcement is November 1st. Ah, they ain't going to do anything. Which basically uh puts us now in the the blackout period because you you are getting headlines and articles of the the federal people you know the people the members of the fed would give you know interviews and press fed conferences talk. No fed talk. um they're in their blackout period now so i wouldn't or or i wouldn't expect or shouldn't expect a drastic movement uh in rates until next week but shouldn't is not the same as won't um, we're uh, gonna uh, get. When are we gonna get the unemployment report? Uh, it'll be after November first, because so the thirty first is whatever day. So today I is the thirty first. Uh, that's like a week. It's a thirty first is a Tuesday. So Wednesday next week is when we will hear from the Fed. I think I've I have my annual physical next week as well. Thirty well, first is a Tuesday, so we won't get unemployment till November third. So it'll be. After the Fed, but the Fed will have unemployment when they report on the first. They'll they'll know the numbers before we know the numbers. Sure, they won't, t- they won't tell us, but they'll know the numbers. But putting it all together is, I don't expect home prices to be falling. I don't expect rates to to see much increasing from here, um, which means that for those of you out there looking to buy, it is a great time because. The underlying asset value I don't see decreasing, and you go in right now at whatever the rate is, 
you can always refinance to a lower rate in the future. And even if I'm wrong and, and rates continue to go up, you've locked yourself in, so it can't get any worse for you. You think people aren't buying because rates are too high? I think it's the combination. the number, reason, number one reason they're not buying because they have low rates? I think it's the combination of the prices not going down yeah. with the rates staying up. Because And again, it's because there's limited inventory. It depends on your market. But here in the Chicagoland area, there really are no starter homes. It's, it's very limited. People are still getting into bidding wars. Well, I mean, there are starter homes, but they're very, very expensive. Exactly. So they're not they, they they're don't not priced become, as starter homes. They're not priced as starter homes. Yeah. Um, but but we have some great programs. Like one of the best ones that has come out in the last six months. One percent down is the one percent down purchase program. Um, there are qualifying factors. So just fill out the consultation. Request Basically, online. you need hardly any money for a down payment if you're looking to buy a house. Three hundred thousand dollars. You can get it as a grand. gift. Yeah, yes. and then that three grand can be a gift, and then you get matched by the lender 2%. with six thousand dollars. So it's a total of yeah. nine thousand dollars down payment on a three hundred thousand dollar property. You're only putting three thousand in, or on the lower end, a hundred thousand dollar property. You have one thousand of your own money or gifted funds in the pot. The lender is coming in with two thousand. They're doubling your investment. What did they change on the on the investor thing? Fannie Mae they changed the other day that Max called us about. They changed something for Fannie Mae one and two units that um, you could do. I'll have to look that up for next week. I think, uh, uh, yeah, and multi units you can go as low as five percent down. Oh, five percent down, You're even right, on yes. three Correct. or four units. So investors, which we hardly ever talk about, investors, and that's all I. But did that's when for I your. But that's school. your primary. It's got to be your primary residence still. But you can still put you can put five percent down now if you buy buy a multi unit building, obviously up to four units because that's all we do, and you can you only need five percent down as long as you're living there, which it used to need twenty, right? You need twenty five on a twenty five three or four yeah. unit. Yep, so um, that's a big change. We're still doing the well in Chicago. There, you know, a lot of lot of multi unit places to buy. Oh yeah, yep, brownstone. You got to call brownstone. Want to be a landlord. Um, Home equity loans, home equity lines. What are, what is with good credit right now? Home equity loan. What's a good what's good credit? I mean, like fifty to one hundred thousand dollars. I want to take a line still, out. What would you say? Still twelve, uh, thirteen. Well, the line is different than the loan, and honestly, loan, loan. the loan yeah. fixed rate thirty year fixed around ten yeah. percent. It's not bad. No, no. Especially if you're using that to consolidate other debt, like your credit cards that are at twenty two percent. Um, or car payments maybe higher, student loan payments. A lot of people have student loan payments coming up right now. You own a house. You have a lot of equity in your house. I don't know what the rates are. I assume they're not above 10, but I do know some people got, you know, student loan, uh, student loan loans from outside of the government, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Which private. Private, uh, private places that are probably higher than 10%, some of them. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, with reverse mortgages, we're handling those. We're also finding alternatives to reverse mortgages, if that's something that you're interested in. We've got we're not one of those places where we try and hit what is it a, a square peg into a round hole. We listen to your scenario, what your needs are and find the best product for you. So you call a place that all they do is reverse mortgages. 
You you know what they're going to recommend to you? A reverse mortgage. Um, I mean, the great thing right now about the reverse mortgage is what you said earlier, what you started out with saying, you know, that housing prices are high. So if you have some elderly person, family member, you know, that wants to stay in that house right now, thankfully, you know, when we, when it's getting appraised, you're getting a large amount of value for that house. Unfortunately, the government runs, the, f- the federal government runs the reverse mortgage business, so I always like to tell people, figure you're going to get, the max you're going to get is about 40%. That's, that's all. A, that's I a mean, starting, that's a that's good a line. I mean, because if, if you're on the younger end of it, I just ran a scenario for a guy today, he was only getting a third of the value of his property. How old a, was he? Like 65, right. 66. Right. Right. Um, and, and, and and the younger, the, the six, you got to be, what, 62 and a half, correct? Yeah. And the so older the you youngest. are, the older you are, the, the more bigger you percentage of the value of the house. Got to hold on to that bat, Barry. Got to hold on to the bat. Um, but, but reverse mortgages, I just I just read this weekend, there are a lot, the volume of reverse mortgages has been steadily increasing because of the greatest generation that we have in the world that fought all the wars is, you know, the baby there's boomers. There's very, the baby are boomers are post, the greatest generation, Barry, you're confusing baby your generations. Boomers. Above the baby well, boomers, yeah, what are they uh, called? The, that was the greatest generation. They fought in World War II and they're. What are they now? In, in the cemetery, generally. Ah, that's not good. But but the but baby that, boomers are the children because the the idea of being my parents. after after World War II, all of these soldiers came back to America and all they started building families. So let's and that was a big baby boom, a demographic boom. The in seventy America. to eighty year old uh, people right now who want to live, stay in their house, and don't want to have a mortgage payment, um, and have high values for their current houses, are really the ones and have no alternatives. Because yes. because reverse mortgages expensive. are expensive. Yes. Or if you don't have anyone, you hate your kids, uh, or <laughs> you don't have any kids, um, because basically, uh, why do you have to hate your kids to do? <laughs> well, because if, for example, if your kids can help you with your expenses, yeah, and they're going to inherit the house from you, that's, that's going to be cheaper yeah. um, in the long run than um, doing a reverse mortgage. But if you again don't have yeah, children like to be and, and or money from your children family. aren't in a position to help you out, yeah, but you can cut a deal. You can you can get make a you know get a private loan from your child if that if that makes you feel better than taking their money. They can put a lien on your house. I mean, um, but again, these are all things that that. And if you don't have a lien on your house and you have a pension and you have Social Security, you can qualify do a home. For home a, equity loan rather than home a line. equity, if, yeah, way cheaper. Well, you have to do a line if it's free and clear, but you can also just do a fixed rate, thirty-year fixed first lien sure. if it's free and clear. I mean, we've got all of these products. We want to hear your scenarios, um, answer your questions. That's what we're here for. You, you call up three one two eight nine six twenty one hundred, and then we're gonna help you. That's that's the short of it. Um, or the long of it, seeing as we've been Short on air it, for long of it. for twenty plus twenty plus minutes. Woo. So good time to sign off, everybody. You have a great week, um, Barry. You want to leave our, our listeners with any tidbits? I'm going to sing or something. I don't sing very well. So no. All right. Well, again, townstone.com. Free consultations, purchases, 
great first-time homebuyer programs, hundredth-time homebuyer programs, uh, refinances, cash out, debt consolidation, want money to just go on trips, um, home equity lines, home equity loans, reverse mortgages, baseball bats. That didn't even come into the screen, I think, just because – oh, it did – so, everybody, hockey you have a great week. We stick. will be in touch uh, unless we see some major movement, and we'll record an emergency episode of the podcast. Have we ever recorded an emergency I think episode? we, yes, we have. If we've, if we've been so wrong on the weekly podcast, and, like, like we would. If, if we only, got if back Alex, to our, only if Alex Schwartz yeah, was Alex, wrong. If you'd, yeah, true. And if you drive your way down from Madison to Chicago, we'll record we would do a an special episode with you. Uh, Ira, invitation remains Ira, open. Ira, come anytime. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, everyone have a great week. Fill out that consultation request. Um, tell your kids because they're they don't have the attention span to listen to us ramble for twenty minutes. But um, we will help them with their purchases, their refinances. Here's an emergency thing. Oh, ready? What what is it? It's from the Glenview Police. What's happening in Glenview? I don't know. It says, hide your belongings, lock your car, and take your key. It takes less than 30 seconds for a thief to break into your car. It's yeah. Glenview Police oh. Basin. Like, I, if, you've, if you've left your car unlocked, I think... It, a lot of people That's do. a dumb criminal. If it's taken them 30 seconds to open a car door that's unlocked... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. But yeah, lock your doors, people, and, and don't leave your keys in the car. Um... Thank you, thank you, uh, Glenview Police, for for that great advice. Um, everyone have a great week. We'll be talking next week, probably um, pre or maybe post Fed, uh, depending on again market circumstances. You have a great one.